Hey everyone, this is Peter Overzet, and you are listening to a new podcast called Club Top Shot, featuring myself, Peter Jennings, and Jack Settleman. And there's been a request from some people to have an audio version of the streams that are up on my YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash Peter Overzet. So I thought I'd put up the audio from my first three Top Shot streams. This first one you're about to hear is with LG Doucette from the Great First Mint podcast and my buddy Davis Maddock. It's a full-on intro slash primer to the Top Shot world. So if you're just getting started, this is a great place. And as of this recording, the plan is for Pete Jack and I to drop at least one club top shot ep a week and potentially more if the interest is there. Please rate and review the pod on iTunes to help us gauge interest and check out the streams on YouTube as well. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to Club Top Shot. I should probably go full screen here to my guests. One week ago, I had never even heard of Top Shot. I barely even understood what an NFT was. And yet here we are now thousands of dollars deep into the Top Shot world. And I thought I need to bring on someone that actually knows their shit. A guy who has been in the market. He has one of the best podcasts I've found so far. The first mint. We got Davis here. But of course, our guest of honor, LG Doucette. Thanks for hopping on, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. And and the feeling I totally relate to suddenly you're a couple thousand bucks poorer playing Top Shot. That was the same feeling I had a couple months back. Yeah. So tell us, like, we're going to, I want to do a primer for people who aren't, you know, fully uh, inundated yet. But can you just give us kind of how you first stumbled upon this, how you got involved? For sure. So, you know, like maybe a lot of other people, I had a bit more downtime in the summer than I had anticipated. And I had started to poke around some of the crypto circles and, you know, before kind of the, the big rise of the last couple of months in, in Bitcoin and Ethereum. But I'd start to kind of look around like what was going on. I got a few friends here in the industry. So I started to poke around like what was going on. And I discovered what NFTs were, non-fungible tokens, and start to dig into that and then found NBA Top Shot. And was a little bit in disbelief that there was an NBA product related that that could be on blockchain. And then once I learned about it, and I learned about all the other stuff that happened in the NFT world, it just kind of clicked, and I and I got in mid September, and I've been hooked since. Awesome. So were you? I I have a question. Were you yeah. a big a Bitcoin Ethereum bro before or because because you what think I, I'm a bro? You think I'm a Bitcoin just, bro? Just in general, I just like to say Bitcoin. We call bro, everyone just, bros. Yeah, we do. We do. So. <laughs> What I have found over yeah. my my week long experience is, if person Y owns Bitcoin or Ethereum, they're like ninety to ninety five percent more likely to be like, I get the under, I get the basic concept here. If said person is like Bitcoin, stupid, it's not real money, whatever, right. they're like right. way more likely to be like, why are you buying? a YouTube clip like that. Those Got tend it. to be yeah. the responses. Yeah. Yeah. Either you get it or you don't. Right. Or either you're, you're willing to open your mind to it and kind of accept, you know, what's going on in that industry or not. Um, mm -hmm. I, 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 by no means am like a, a Bitcoin bro. I'm not like a Bitcoin maxi. I, I, I probably have, I have a little bit of Ethereum and a little bit of Bitcoin, but not like a life-changing amount. 
you know, so, but what I did discover is that, you know, a couple of years ago, Bitcoin boomed and busted. So some people lost a lot of money, some people made a lot of money. And what's happened since, from what I understand, is um, the whole industry went into something called crypto winter, which is just like, you know, the, Buddy, the we prices lived up. you lived yeah. it, you know, you guys know crypto. But in the meantime, you know, that boom a couple of years ago attracted a lot of people, not not just financial people, but developers. And it created yeah, a lot of guys. you know angel investors who had money to fund companies. And it created a lot of awesome like hackathons at like ETH Global and all that kind of stuff. So you've had all these amazing like DeFi, like decentralized finance companies that have spawned in the last couple of years. And also in Ethereum, you've had NFTs become a thing. And people have just been building that for years. And some of the big time collectors, even some of the ones in Top Shot, like some of those guys, they're NFT guys. They've been an NFT for three years. And for the first two years, it was kind of dead. They didn't really make that much money. But this yeah, past no one year, cared. 2020, it's like just been skyrocketing. And now with Top Shot, what I like is you have something that's like, it's a consumer application, but the consumers don't have to like go and get like a MetaMask wallet or do any of that shit. Like it, it's just, they just they have to run a node. It, and it just works. I mean, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's quick. Yeah. You don't have to run a node or any of that kind of stuff. They can just use it and the technology is in the background. So you finally have like a, something good you know, that you don't have to pay your gas fees and all that crap. So that's what I like about it. It's kind of how I discovered it because I, I like that idea of, you know, you know, maybe keeping people a little bit further away from blockchain than they should be. So can you give people the the people who are really coming in completely blind? They're like, we still don't mm. know what the hell you are talking about. The elevator yeah. pitch, like what is Top Shot NBA and, and NFTs? Totally. And I'll tell you right now, like I don't work for Top Shot. Like, you know, I, I, know their team but this is 100% my opinion and and kind of my doing here so this is this is my personal pitch what I love about it basically to me it is the perfect intersection between tokenizing your fandom and your emotions towards your fandom and using blockchain to put it simpler it's it's literally like 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 sports fandom crack to me because yeah. I'll give you the most basic example it's like couple weeks ago and this is very similar to kind of the dfs concept where you can just you know you set your lineup you think someone's going to go off that night you can kind of invest in a way a couple weeks ago steph curry at the half he had like 30 points 35 points you could see it in his eyes that he's like okay is he back is he gonna is he gonna go like crazy tonight and i went on top shot i bought a couple of his moments which are like cards and um there's essentially think about it like a sports card but where it's a clip instead of um instead of a physical card and I bought them at like 18 bucks by the end of the night, they were at 35 because I was able to kind of pick up that Steph was going to go off, you know, a little bit earlier than the market. And then he went off for 62 and then everybody's like, I got to go buy these Steph cards, you know? So it's just a really fluid version of sports card trading. I, I would actually liken it to being like an addition to sports card trading. You know what I mean? Like a, a bit of a, an amplifier or something that kind of joins the ecosystem. Yeah. And Davis, what is cap? Cause you were way more into NBA than me. So what has been your experience as far as tying this to your fandom? Cause I'm more obsessed with it from the NFT angle, the marketplace yeah. angle, but you also have the fandom tie in as well. Nice. So literally, literally the first thing I did was I, I read Bales's Substack post, you know, and I'm like, uh, run, runs on the blockchain, you know, uh, I can buy it with, I can buy it with my F and everything. So what I did was I immediately went and created my top shot account and I bought a Lugens Dort card. I bought the most expensive, rarest Lugens Dort card because I'm an Oklahoma yeah. city thunder fan. 
Um, I love I and, and Mugen Stewart is like he's he's actually been kind of like a pet player of, of mine in the sense of like I talk about him on all these podcasts and I play him all the time. And I think I paid I, Pete can see my yeah, buy there right 171. Here. And he the day I bought him, he scored 42 DraftKings points and was in the winning lineup from that night for for the 100k to first place. And since then, the cheapest listing price for his card has been like I think 299 was the cheapest since the night. So basically, uh, a little bit of both, a little of the experience of like I really like this guy. It's a really cool moment. Like this is a sick dunk. Like watch, it's dope. And so I, I like I like to own that because I love yeah. Lou Dort and also got the you know that immediate dopamine release of seeing. Uh, the numbers go up. So, like from that, I was like, "Yeah, I, Perfect. you know, I'm in, I'm in on this." So, totally, as, yeah. As we, sorry. Move, oh, go ahead. Uh, Peter, I was just gonna. I feel like I didn't really round out the, ex, the yeah. elevator pitch really quick, so I'll just kind of add a bit more to that and maybe kind of round out um, Davis's point about what made the price go up. So, like regular sports trading cards, there's a finite amount. But what I think mm -hmm. makes Top Shot really good is that it shows you how many there are. You can list, like, say you bought your Lou Dort one, you bought it for what, 300 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it was. You can go list it for whatever you want. You can list it for 10,000 if you want. No one's going to buy it, probably not. But it's kind of like it has a bit more almost like an auction kind of feel like that or an offer feel. So you can list it at the lowest price. You can list it at the highest price. You can see who owns which of these cards, which are called moments in here. Um, and it just has such a fluid marketplace ecosystem that enables that kind of card movement that that's where you know versus other like traditional card stuff like star stock and all that kind of stuff this is just so much it's just it just works a little bit better in terms of the it's on the blockchain this is this is the blockchain yeah it's got the security of the blockchain and also the part where i was saying it kind of like it brings that fandom to a new level is that they're highlights they're plays you can emotionally tie to like that one that you've got up on the screen the third one over from the right oh you're gone oh no no i got you that lebron one that is like that's from like two weeks after kobe died and watch it. Let's yeah. watch it. And he does a Kobe tribute dunk. Like he did this dunk as a tribute to Kobe. And then you know, on YouTube, people like mirrored it to the exact same dunk from Kobe. Like that's an important moment, man. Like that is so emotional. So it's that's something you get extra. You get to be like, I own one of one of 59 of these, you know, and it's just that's something you can't really do. That's not really something you get from daily lineups or even from cards like cards are great you got the poster rookie year all that kind of stuff this you have it as well there's another moment in here um and you can kind of hunt for the ones you love there's another one in here that's vince carter's final shot i bought this and, one today because of you lg yeah man so this one like you know i uh, i'm a raptors fan mixed feelings about vince obviously like like a lot of people but man like not only is this the last shot of Vince's career. They didn't think it would end so soon. We knew it was the last season, but we thought there's still going to be another 10 games of the year. So it wasn't a full goodbye. But by this point, by this exact second, they knew the NBA season was postponed, probably yeah. canceled. They knew that the Hawks, even if there was some kind of abbreviated playoffs, the Hawks weren't in it. They were like dead last. So they knew at the end, they're like, this is Vince's last moment. Dude, this is a cool moment. They bring him into the game with eight seconds left. Hawks get the ball. And then everybody just clears the way and he nails the three-pointer, like has the cl most clutch shot he could ever have, honestly. And then that's the end of his career. And that was, I also liken it, like that was the last moment of real life or normal life, honestly. Like just bring right. me back to that nice moment where there's fans and it's nice and yeah. everybody's happy. And it's like, after that, it was like crater, like darkness of the pandemic immediately the next day. You know, I ended so, up, I uh, put together. 
I did so many shows this past year that I put together like a little video of clips from the year. And I started off the video with a clip I did with my buddy, uh, Davis knows and Brian Hooper. And we were live when Rudy Gobert shut down the NBA. And I was live on the stream watching the news come across. Yeah. When you told me that this moment existed. I was like, this is a nice other bookend for what this crazy coronavirus era has, uh, has brought upon us. So yeah, I, I definitely loved uh, getting only, this one. It's the only Vince Carter one that's in there. Yeah. Um, so there might, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, now let's, now that we kind of have a base here, why don't we start to talk a little bit about the yeah. functionality of the site? We've talked about the marketplace a little bit, but kind of the yeah. difference between buying individual moments versus mm -hmm. packs. And then I also have a few packs in the chamber here. If right at the gate, we want to open one. I know people are already chomping at the bit to see a couple of these opened. Totally. So, well, I mean, you can walk you through it. I, I put a couple of videos on YouTube that get to give like a step-by-step -step tutorial as well. So it's a nice, easy way to learn. But basically you go in, you buy a pack and the pack looks a lot like a real life little, you know, shiny pack you would open. The pack opening experience is cool. You click on it and it has some music that kind of show up. You click on them to reveal. And then you find out you got the LaMelo Ball or the LeBron or the uh, Trey Young or whoever. And then immediately you own the moment it goes into your collection and then you can go list it on the marketplace right away you can go on the marketplace and buy them as you please you can gift them to other people so you can trade with other players if if that's what you want to do to complete certain sets um that's the that's the collector part the kind of more fun randomized part is where and you guys probably haven't experienced this yet uh peter because you guys just joined and this is supposed to be cool cats and cool cats will launch soon cool cats is a new set there's five of them uh, I think it was like Tobias Harris and, and Booker and um, a few guys like that. Basically, what you have to do is when the set comes out, you have to collect all five of them. Only one of them comes per pack. You collect all five of them. You hold all five of those in your account until the timer expires. And then when the timer expires, you get a new moment that only you and everybody else who collected it get, which is in this case, it's going to be a Luca. So we call that the challenge reward. So basically how that how that kind of amplifies the experience is that you don't know which mint number you're going to get and the mint number is important because the lower the mint number the more valuable it is that's how the market decides it so a number one vince carter is more valuable than a number three thousand vince carter and you can kind of understand why that's been assigned there they are those are the those are the sets you got to do um there's actually 10 cards in there now you got to pick up a few common ones that are on the market oh you already did nice nice uh yeah we've we've Pete, had Pete's ready. Right, who's streaming? Is this, who's yes peter you're, you're streaming right now yeah so so anyways that's that might seem a little convoluted but basically collect all the right moments then you get the special extra one and when you get the extra special one you might get a really low mint so it's like you complete the challenge you might your account might get the number one luca you might get the number 20 luca you might get the number three thousand luca who knows um, but they only make so many as how many people complete the challenge. So there's going to be 5,000 of each of these cards. If only 1,500 people complete the challenge, only 1,500 Lucas are going to be available. So that's how, that's kind of like almost like a little bit of a, um, like a sweepstakes or like lottery aspect to it, where it's like you might pull the nice lucky Luca that is like worth tons. Um, I'll give you an example of one challenge that I did. When I first joined, they were about to do the rookie challenge where the reward was Zion. And you had to collect like Tyler Hero, which at the time he wasn't quite the household name. Um, 
trying to think who else. A couple. Oh, we of, are like, deep in the Tyler Hero streets here. Yeah, you guys know Tyler Hero. Yeah, but before that Celtic series, you know, not not as big of the no only only DJ was, right? Yeah, yeah only it. real NBA fans knew him. So I, keep going I down. To... There's been a lot of challenges. Uh, not the second one. Keep going. Keep going a little bit further. It'll be there. You go. So that's the first thing I did. That was my first big splurge. Is I went and bought all these players so that I could get the rookie Zion. Um, and then one collect, and then I, I didn't get the number one, but one collector who did get the number one then sold it for 10 grand the next day. And that was the highest sale. That was like in October or something like that. Wow. Um, yeah. So, and now, but now that moment, even just, I don't know, like after the surge of the last couple of days, it goes for like four or five grand. So even just having a non number one would still be quite nice. Right. Because of the scarcity. I, I was actually looking at that moment. The yeah. other night, I I was maybe gonna buy because there was one I think listed for forty five hundred, and I was I was talking with one of my buddies about yeah. maybe going in on this one because it's a cool moment, super limited, Yo, not gonna be back know, in packs, you know. I had watched it a little bit, man. That he is that's a freak moment, man. That is crazy. Look so, at that <laughs> big old big old boy, Zion. That Lawrence. is crazy, and that's like that's like the moment of like that's like his arrival to the NBA, man. It's a couple months into the season. But he was injured a little bit to start the season. So that's one of his first games. And it's like, oh, man, like there's not really a guy like that out there in the NBA. And he shows up and has that. And you you can own that in a sense. You own a part of it. Um, and, yeah, so that's – I don't know. I, I love the collecting aspect and all the different stuff that kind of goes into this. The blockchain, the collecting, the clips, um, the randomization of maybe getting you know a really great – moment when you open the pack all that stuff i think it's just awesome it just hits all the hits all the, the marks for me all right so we have a lot of questions starting to come in the chat but i think most instructive will be to just rip open a pack here and then we can start to use that as a jumping yeah. point to talk about the serial number so i had bought uh, a few of these and real quick lg do you know people are saying this base set is now sold out do you know when the next packs might be available I would say uh, hopefully in the next couple hours, I'd keep checking. So basically this base pack, it came out on Wednesday last week and the first 25,000 of them sold in the first five hours. By the next night, the next 25,000 sold and then so on. So now they've sold, they've sold 125,000 of these packs in the last seven days. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to keep putting them out. Um, and then once they, once they get the site able to handle all the new users, they'll do the cool cats challenge, which will be awesome. And then they'll, they'll keep releasing sets. So anybody who's coming in right now, before you open this, anybody's yeah. coming in right now and they're like, oh, I missed out on the hollow and I missed out on the metallic gold. And now it's all like $10,000 each. It's like, don't worry, man. Like we're just getting started with what this could be. There's going to be so many more moments coming of, of, of plays that haven't even happened yet. So there's going to be tons more to collect. Yeah. Um, so we're just getting started. So and let the, people the, know yeah. like the difference too, because there's this thing, like I bought yeah. these three hours ago and I have the option to open later. I could theoretically sit on these for years if I wanted to, right? That's right. Yeah, you can sit on just like a just like when you buy a pack at Yeah, Walmart that's a big sports card thing anyway. Thing. Yeah, you could just hoard them. And right now you're like, well, no one's gonna rebuy it for more than nine bucks, but you don't know that in a year, man. Like in there, you might get the Lamello Ball rookie card that goes for 300 bucks right now. And if that card keeps going up, like what if in two years that that's worth 5,000 bucks, you hold a pack that might have it. So who knows what that'll be worth, right? Um, so you can do that. So we are not going to do that today because we have, <laughs> uh, we don't believe in delayed gratification. So we are going to no. open a pack here and uh, you, you be our narrator here, LG, as oh, far okay. as what's happening on the screen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. All right. Well, this is it's amping you up right now. There, there's music playing. It's it usually didn't come through the headphones, but you can hear. There's mute. There's we got cool our beat. we got our three cards. I'm rocking out over here. I'm sorry, you guys. Aren't rocking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're at the club. All right, cool. And then you click to reveal your card. So we'll hit that first one. Let's see who you're gonna get. Oh, somebody on the Blazers. Carmelo, uh, nice. Carmelo base jump shot. Carmelo base jump shot. It's a nice little jump shot. It's uh, you got a really high mint number, so that won't be as valuable as some of the, you know, maybe a lower one. You got number seventy six oh six out of nine thousand, so that's not great. But hey, man, down the line, like for all we know, this is Carmelo's last season. No, yeah, no. right. Um, so that could be worth something. Um, I held some Carmelo series one moments for a very long time that were worth only a dollar in the marketplace. And now they're like a hundred and I, I sold them for like three bucks a couple of weeks back. <laughs> let, let people know because obviously the scarcity is a big yeah. thing. That's going to drive value. A lot of yeah. the runs have a, a cap on how many here, this has the 9,000 plus. So yeah. what does that mean? That's right. So 9,000 plus means they might still be making more. And that's because there's so much demand right now that Top Shot is still in beta. They're still trying to figure out what the supply demand ratio is. So there's some moments that come out and they say, hey, there's only gonna be 4,000 of these or 2,000 of these. It's capped no matter what. There's other ones like this, it's common. There's gonna be more. You know, It's like if there's too much demand, they're gonna have to up that to 10,000, 12,000, 15,000. But luckily in the last couple of days, they've capped some of the bigger stars. So guys like Kevin Durant, LeBron, for all those guys for series two, they're capped at 7,500. So that's the difference there. If it says CC, which yours does, it that means circulating count, means more might be down the road. If it says LE, it's limited edition, meaning that's that's the capped amount. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. so so I just want to interject real yeah. quick. Yeah. If a lot of, I assume a lot of people listening to yeah. us right now are are interested in ripping packs because ripping packs is the best, but they also might be thinking, um, how can I make a buck? And I think there are a lot of different ways that you could do that right now. Um, I mean, I some of my buddies who are into this are still flipping commons uh, or opening packs and selling commons, and we've nice. seen commons we've seen commons rise in a way that they never would have expected because they were never expecting all of this traffic to come in. That's right. I would say if you were looking to like make a buck over like two weeks, though, I would buy one of the limited edition ones. I'd buy you know a, a, a Tyrese Maxi limited edition. You know, whatever. Um, sit on it for a week. Sit on it for two weeks. List it for a price you'd feel comfortable making. Um, yeah. I, I would. I, I guess maybe more what I should say instead of advice on how to make a buck is probably don't buy commons right now and expect to make money. That's that's sort of my thought. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Listen, there, there's been there's been an enormous influx of new users, and it's going to continue at least for a couple of days. And we don't know when that's going to stop. And I'm not saying this is going to turn into like a crash bear market. But the thing is, is that it's like, I wouldn't expect to go in here and buy a LeBron for 40 bucks and for have, have it be 300 bucks next week. That's right. what's happened to a few people. But I don't know if that growth is going to happen every day for months, right? <laughs> like, that'd be great. And that'd be great for the product. We've got that many users, but I don't, I, there's no guarantee that's going to happen. So what I'm saying is, if you're going to go in here and you're going to drop like a 40 bucks on a Tyrese Maxi or, you know, 500 bucks on a nice LeBron, Buy it because you think that there's more value than just a couple of weeks. If you get an opportunity to flip some stuff or you kind of really study the market, you want to look at all the numbers and you think you can flip some stuff, good. But otherwise, like, you know, like I said, I was talking about this on my podcast the other day. It's like you should invest a little bit more of your heart. You know what I mean? Like go for players you really love, like players you're like, no, you know what? Like, I think LeBron's going to win another title this year. I'm going to buy a nice card. I'm going to hold it till at least the playoffs when he's probably going to peak in popularity and then decide then what I want to do with it. Yeah, you know, I also so, want to 
make yeah. sure I drive this home. And I have the links below. Uh, LG's podcast and YouTube channel are awesome. I sampled a lot of the existing content out there. His was by far the best. Very good podcast. So subscribe to that on iTunes, The First Mint. Also has a YouTube channel with some more in-depth tutorials. So please check out his stuff. It is very, very good. Let's rip open this second guy. Here. All right, second one. What do we got? Come on. Okay. Low Ooh, I got like my nuggets. Hey, all right. Okay, so that's pretty good, man. That's a, oh, that's a nice play. It's a good dunk. See, see this is kind of like, who's that doing the layup? Facundo Capazzo. He Facundo, is, uh, yeah, it's almost like more like a Facundo play. Yeah, I know. This <laughs> uh, like just kind of like put back. But hey, you got a low number, like 1,335 out of 9,000. That's pretty sweet. This one also circulating count, so there's going to be more of these uh, potentially made. So one question I want to ask you, um, yeah. and I think, so the whole thing with the serial numbers right now and the market seems to, whether from the design of how the site is laid out or, you know, kind of arbitrary values, it seems like we put a premium on the lowest numbers, you know, number That's one, right. the player's number that matches up with the serial number. And then I didn't even realize this until the other day, but people also like the last one in the series. So I want to just hear your thoughts about, would you see that value arbitrarily changing in the future? Or do you think the site is just going to always funnel people toward assigning value in those spots? I don't know. You know, and I'm trying to figure out even when I joined, I was like, I don't know where that value came from. The Jersey one, I get it. That's cool. Um, you know, like if you draw like a 77, a uh, number 77, Luca, that's his number. So that's, that's kind of cool. And number one is always going to be number one. Um, the last one, yeah, 20 and 23 being the other one. So you'll notice that it's hard to find any kind of number that ends with 23 on the marketplace for anybody. Like if you found like a 923, people buy that over a 924, obviously for MJ. So, um, but in terms of the, the last number, it depends if you think there's value there and other people do, then I guess there is, but it's not something that I look for. Like I had a Serge Ibaka throwdowns number 275 of 275 and I didn't sell for that much. That was months ago, but I just, I just kind of, I didn't really yeah. care. So um, it's, it's all, it's all, that's all like community based. Right. And if you kind yeah. of want to learn more about that, I highly encourage the discord is a bit of a zoo right now. There's a lot of new users, but it's also a great place to kind of like you open your moments and then go in there and be like, Hey guys, what do you think? What do you think of this Carmelo? Like, should I hold this? Should I sell Like, You can get the advice from the community and take it or leave it as you please. So that's what I recommend as well. It's a great place to connect with other top shot users, a little crazy right now, but Long-term, nice place to be. Do not envy the mods of that Discord. Uh, they, I'll give them a shout-out, man. Usman and Andres and Alan, um, Jacob, those guys, they're doing an awesome, awesome job. They're doing the best they can. It's not easy. All the devs on the on the top shop side, like, working 24-7 right now to get this, keep this thing running like it is and to get it back to its normal shape. So for everybody who's new, be patient. It's going to work. It's going to work properly soon. You'll get the experience. Um, you're just part of the mob that's, that's kind of descended on it last week. And uh, just just kind of buckle up for the ride. So, so let's I, do that third card. Let's do. Yeah. Are we doing the third card? I, yeah, I just wanted to answer this one question from Justin because I actually uh, can answer this one from experience today. He was saying he was trying to right. collect cards for the challenge. I noticed a bunch of cards for a dollar, but you don't seem to be able to buy them. My uh, interpretation is the website is just not catching up in time. And then when I would bump up to you know the next one, so it was like a twenty dollar Ben Simmons card. Then those purchases would get through, but all the lowest ask ones it's, were already speaking. Or yeah, spoken. they're they're already gone. The website just is not updating. You know, to the microsecond essentially. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I even I noticed that this morning too. So yeah, there's a few there's a few of those that aren't. They're just stuck like that. So again, they'll they'll catch up. Just be a little patient. All right, 
final card of this pack. What are yeah. we what are we rooting for? What is like an, a nut outcome here, LG? Rookie, man. We need a rookie. We need a rookie. The 4,000 limited edition, man. Maybe a really good one. I, I, I'm praying you get a Halliburton. Let's okay. go for a Halliburton. I, I, Halliburton is the one that, that's booming right now, right? Okay. It's not happening. Uh, right. Bruno. Okay. Not the greatest pack, but you got a few more, right? Oh, so we you got a dunk. More. That's a sick dunk. Yeah, that's a nice dunk. I like how we, we, you know, we just start to justify it real quick. No, 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 but it is, it is cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's, I like basketball. Yeah, it's a nice, that's a nice basketball player. And oh, but I will tell you, dude, I will tell you that again. You're like, oh, Bruno Fernando, whatever. But it's like, hey, if if the Hawks make the playoffs and Bruno Fernando hits like a game winner, that thing's gonna yeah. blow up. You know what I mean? Like any other player, like again, Tyler Hero last year, like not a household name until that game against the Celtics. And when he started lighting it up against the Celtics, I went and got his rookie card, and it was just and his his moment. And I just, I got in right before the, the, the wave, you know, but it's like, you never know every year there's new playoff heroes. There's new season heroes. You never know their names until they happen. So Bruno Fernando, he could be the guy this year for all, you know, well, we're, well, we can open up some more packs throughout the show, but I do have, you know, some other questions. I know Davis has questions. We'll take some yeah. questions from the chat here. One I wanted to ask you about is because you've been in this community for much longer than the rest of us. What has yeah. been the response from everyone from the bales and Peter Jennings, $35,000 purchase. Obviously, today we set another high, $47,500 for that LeBron Kobe dunk we looked at earlier. What has just been kind of your experience seeing it on both sides of the inflection point? Totally. Um, well, I don't think I don't think a lot of the folks in the community, and I'm, I'm by no means an OG. Some people were in there in the very alpha in early July. Um, but I think a lot of people in the community didn't knew that we'd get to this point, but not so quick. Not, not not so fast in the last like week or two that we've seen. A bit more of a timeline for you. Like October was great. The finals, LeBron, some new sets for that. It was nice. And then November, dead time, just like any other sports or whatever. There's not much to do. So the market, like like a ghost town, like, like 100 sales a day, like nothing going on. Even free agency, nobody really moved teams. So there's nothing to kind of drive any interest. And then as we got closer to the season, hype picked back up. Uh, and when the season launched, you know, new users came in, they did a Tyler hero promo. So when you join now, I'm sure you guys experienced it. Tyler hero kind of walks you through what's going on in top shot. So they got a little promo of him going. So that Beats brought some new find the play. Yeah. What, what's that? So I bought the rook, the sneer dunk or the sneer layup, the, the $2,000 yeah, 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 yeah. layup. That was, that is my big investment. Right. And my thesis is like, the site just wants you to buy this card. Like literally Tyler Hero is walking you through it. Tyler Hero is advertising to you on the yeah. front page. And also he's, he's sick, but yeah, like, so a oh, big, yeah. big Tyler Hero guy. Great. Yeah, exactly. So oh, Davis, what is your username? I was going to pull up your is it Davis, Davis Matic. See the goods. Yeah. So basically that's been kind of the timeline. And when season started, new people came in. And then first week of January, same thing, kind of just like a lot of promos going on, ads going out. But then Jennings and Bales kind of making their big time purchases. Ravel is tweeting about it. Bloomberg article that just like rocket launched everything to outer space. So I think the first couple of weeks of the season, everybody's like, all right, new season. We're seeing new users. Great. You know, the community was like, great. This is you know very welcoming to every, all the new people trying to help them out. And some new moments coming out as well. So just like more supply for new people. Great. Um, but then last week with all that. And then also everything in series one was retired last Wednesday morning, unexpectedly, nobody knew it was going to happen. So all there's a bunch of series one moments that still had the CC beside them. So you didn't know if there was going to be more and all those were, were changed to Ellie in the morning, just suddenly. 
So that causes ripple effect for everybody. Like we got to go collect all these as many as we can, all the new users trying to do the same thing. So that's what's going to happen the last seven days. Um, I expect to kind of like stabilize a little bit, but in terms of community, sort of come back to your question. I honestly, for me, I'm happy to see a lot of other people enjoying it. I don't like seeing people having delays with the site or with their their identity checks or their withdrawals or any of that kind of stuff. That sucks, but that's that's kind of a necessary part of um, making this work. But I, I I hope everybody gets to enjoy it the way I've enjoyed it. Um, I hope everybody gets to buy some great moments the way I have and hold them and have like an emotional bond and that everybody gets to experience a couple like fun flips, man, because it's not everybody who can necessarily send cards to get graded and all that kind of stuff. But this is definitely something you can kind of that dabble was, in. That was like, my big thing. You know, like you it can is. just drop bucks into this, get a couple cards, flip them, or just hold them or just stare at them, whatever you want. But you can do just a little bit, right? And that's nice. So of like DFS players and stuff, a lot of people during the pandemic did get into card shows, right? Like on Rotor Grinders, they started doing a card show. Actually, our, our old producer for the Swolecast, Simon, he like got like really, really into buying cards and like getting them graded and everything. And you know, I basically, when I saw this from Bales and, and Peter, I was like, oh yeah, I'm all in on this. And I was just kind of thinking today, like, well, why did I never really get into sports cards, right? I bought sports cards mm -hmm. when I was a kid. I, I have uh, at my dad's house. I have a box, probably three boxes full, but it's just, it's the time commitment. And Starstock takes out a little bit of that because they grade and hold everything yeah. there. But just like the idea of opening packs and then having to get it graded and then shipping it. And I saw someone on Twitter talking about the other day right now for, to get your shit graded from like the official grading place. It's like a nine month waiting list, dude. Like literally imagine doing that. <laughs> it literally could never be me. I can't do it. It sucks, you know, and I, and I, I wrote a little uh, blog about this a couple months back and th this is actually, this is literally what happened. My, my nephew texted me one day and he's like, man, I just found all these old like baseball hockey cards. And he had like, I don't know, he had like, you know, Steve Iserman cards and stuff like that. And I was like, those are sick. And he's like, how much do you think they're worth? I was like, I have no idea, man. And then I looked into it and I was like, well, you'll have to send them to this company. And you know, we're in Canada. So he's like, I was like, you have to send it in the States and it's going to take months and you, you don't even know the people, you don't know what's happening. So immediately it was just kind of like a big turnoff of like, these might be valuable, but we don't know. And I think what's been nice with Top Shot is that it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take the place of that stuff. Like Starstock is a great concept. It works. Old, old school card collecting also really cool. It is cool to hold it in your hand. Absolutely. So this isn't like hey, move over old market. This you know all your cards are worthless now. We're only doing Top Shot. No 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 no. This is just like this is like just a new way of doing it. It's just adding to the ecosystem. Like everybody can work together here. This is a different way of doing it. And I think everybody, everything can have value here, right? It's like, if that sports cards market has grown so much the last couple of years, there, there's a piece of the pie for everybody. And top shot. I, I consider it more like digital art even than I do sports. Yeah. Cards. Like I think it's, I think it more like, cause this same company, the flow blockchain was kind of what helped power crypto kitties back in the day during the first, um, Ethereum bull run. And I, I consider it to be more in that vein than I do like replacing, you know, uh, Honus Wagner cards. Like I, I honestly don't even think the markets are like that, that comparable. So I do want to chat really quick about that. And uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate the plug, but basically D Dapper is the company that has built the flow blockchain prior to the flow blockchain. They made crypto kitties on Ethereum. And when they made CryptoKitties, it blew up so quickly that it crashed Ethereum. It crashed the entire network. Yeah. And uh, CryptoKitties 
fun little game. Somebody told me about it then. I didn't listen. I was like, yeah, whatever. I should have gotten into it then, but you know, whatever. Hindsight's twenty twenty. And um, but basically, they have gone. Dapper has gone and built their own blockchain to avoid that problem. And if anybody here owns Ethereum and you've tried to do a transaction in the last couple of weeks, now that the prices have gone up, you know that that transaction, it, the gas cost is enormous. So it's hard to do anything as like a normal user on the Ethereum blockchain it, right now. It's crazy though. The gas is up, but the transactions are still going very, very bullish if you're yeah. an Ethereum person that people are still doing Absolutely, transactions yeah. even with the gas fees so high. That's it, right? And, and you know, uh, ETH 2.0 has got stake. So that over time, you'll see a, a huge improvement on the Ethereum network, but it'll take a couple of years. But basically, CryptoKitties was such a hit, even just in the crypto world, that it, it crashed the network. So Dapper has gone and built Flow so that they could, they made a blockchain that's a bit more conducive to this kind of stuff. And what I'm saying is that Dapper has, they've actually been here before. They've made a product that crashed an entire blockchain network. So this they're working around the clock. But they they were always going to scale. And I know they also have other partnerships that we don't know anything about yet, but they have a partnership with Dr. Zeus, if that means anything to you. But they have a partnership with the UFC. And that I'm excited for. I don't know if you guys watch UFC. I'm, I'm not a big fan, Pete, but I just... Pete, see, Pete's a big I, UFC guy. I just, I just want to see how a totally different sport manifests in this way. Is it going to be moments as well? Is it going to be something different? Like, are you going to get a McGregor knockout? Like, is that is that what you can own? Because that, to me, that's almost bigger than an individual like dunk, man. Like, I want to see like a certain move happen, right? Yeah. Let's um. There were a few questions from the chat I wanted to hit. I think the big elephant in the room, the fly in the ointment, yeah. you know, the past few days has been the site crashing. You know, I think right. the first time it seemed a little understandable when then they rushed wow. out. The second Cool Cats release, knowing the issues, that I think made people a little uh, uncertain about how much to trust this. What is your, um, I, do you have FUD about this? Are you thinking it's all going to be okay? How should people be thinking about this who just got introduced to the product? One, like I feel for you, it's frustrating. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, there's a couple of times the last couple of days where I also screened at my computer just because I was just waiting for that thing to reload. So you're not alone. Um, it's not an entirely new problem. Um, there's been a few pack drops in the past that same thing, the interest is so high, it kind of crashes the site. And I think it's just hard. They, they, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the back, I'm not in the back end for Dapper. So I don't know how that works. So it is discouraging. So I'll acknowledge that it's discouraging for me as well. It sucks. I want everybody who's new to this to in, enjoy it the way I have. But what I will say is that if there's any team in blockchain, NFTs, all that kind of stuff that can, you know, kind of write the ship and get this back to the experience it's supposed to be, it's these guys. So I just wait a little bit and be patient with them. If the base pack comes back, buy that. And honestly, like if, if, if you put this down and come back in a week, it'll be here. It'll probably be working a lot better than it is now. And for Dapper, like, I don't know, maybe I think they just need to slow down a little bit, maybe you know, close the marketplace again for another 12 hours and just chill and get it set up properly or find some other way to do the pack drop. I don't know what that is, but I can well, tell you that. I'm when, sure when that they're, they're pulling their hair out because they have, they're like, we want to onboard as many users as possible. Yeah. We have so many yeah. people clicking on the site, shutting down the site entirely. It's like, well, we can't even get these people's emails, which is a disaster. Like, you know, business yeah. feeds off getting new people's emails. But then on the same hand, they're like, I'm sure the devs are telling the marketing people or whatever, like, oh my God, please, we need time. And the marketing people are like, no, you got to do this right now because we got to get these people on. So it's just, it's a very, I'm, it's a, it's a, a spot they would love to be in compared to, I'm, you know, I'm sure they've had all these users onboarded, but it yeah. is 
from a business perspective, it's you're in a rock and a hard place for sure. Well, and the other thing too is that I think that, that that frustration is driven by a lot of people on Twitter and everywhere being like, Man, I bought I bought these LeBron cards and I made a thousand percent the other day. Wow. You know, it's just like that is like super frustrating. They're like, shit, I'm not getting in. I got FOMO. I want to make the money. <laughs> so that adds to it. It's not just that it doesn't work, is that you're like, if it doesn't work for me right now, I'm not gonna make like a thousand bucks by tomorrow. And it's just like that's not the reason I got into this. It wasn't to like make tons of money overnight. It's because I like the product. Yes, there's money involved. And if you like sports and you follow sports and you know the right players, you can definitely make some money. But I'm what I'm saying, what I'm recommending everybody is take a bit of a longer term approach here. There's going to be way more moments. There's going to be way more sets. There's going to be way more drops. A lot of them are going to work properly. So this is, you know, to make a great product, I honestly think you got to break it a couple times. And this is one of those breaks. And we're going to break it a few more times. And eventually it's going to run really well. So I, I, if you're frustrated, I feel you. That's all I got. So one other kind of criticism that I've heard from people is this idea of, you know, a lot of the people who are the Bitcoin bros, you know, it's all about decentralization. This is obviously centralized blockchain stuff. There's a little worry of how many of these cards can they mint? How are they going to do it? And another function of the site is I experienced this with when my account was having to get verified. Someone bought uh, a crypto kit or crypto kitty, uh, a top shot for me. Shout out Nick Bird yeah. and gifted it to me. But you can't actually tell that transaction now that I own it. Like you can't trace that all the way back. So I guess I'm just trying to ask, how do you feel about this as far as it being all exposed on the blockchain, knowing which original packs these came from and people worrying that the value could slip overnight if if the cards get inflated? Uh, wait, what do you mean? You mean, be, are you talking about being able to trace it or are you talking about just- Sorry, I think I kind of combined two different points there. I guess let's just first start with it being um, a centralized thing where yeah. theoretically they could just decide, Hey, we're going to print 10,000 more base packs if we right. want. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that that's totally possible. And I think, I think that's necessary. I think you got to find how many cards is too many. And we don't know that yet, but I will tell you in the fall, we found that out. They put out some packs, like lace them up. You've been checking them out. They were popular, man. Like I pulled like a Brooks Lopez from one of those and I couldn't even sell it for 120 bucks and the pack cost me 230. And now Brooks Lopez is going for way more. But I was saying is that there was a point a couple months back where we kind of had too many moments for how many people there were and for the level of interest. So we hit that one, that first point. And I think through this season, even if some of these commons get to 20,000 and then LeBron sits there for a dollar, then you know, and what's nice about the kind of fluid nature of this is that the next LeBron moment they put out, they can decide to not have 20,000. They can cap it. You know, so I think I think you kind of have that flexibility. So I think the team is going to find that as they go. There might be a few blunders over time, man. Like there might be some moments they'll never be more than a dollar. They might always just be one of those kind of graveyard moments and, and that's it. But again, coming back to traditional sports cards, it's like there's that too, man. You know, if you if you pull like a, I don't know, it's like a random baseball player from a couple of years ago, you know. Vladimir uh, Guerrero Jr. Okay, now that's a good baseball player. That's an exciting baseball He's just player. The first, Steve, Steve Shishek. Random there relief pitcher. There you go. <laughs> yeah, perfect, right? It's like you pull him, man. Like nobody wants that card. <laughs> so there's always going to be that. If there's too many, if it's inflated, then then it'll correct. But again, I, again, long-term view, I don't think you're going to have the, the value totally evaporate. It might correct a little bit. But I do think that some of the investments some of these guys have made, like I see Jennings in the chat there, like buying, you know, the, the Cosmics or the Hollows. It's like those are – those. 
those will always be the OG cards. Cosmics, supposedly they'll never make any other Cosmics. Hollows, there might be a Series 2 that comes this year. I don't know, but no official. Cosmics, there will never be more. That's what I've heard. So they will always be the original. So if this gets to the point where right now we've got, what, like 5,000 users, 10,000 users, and if a couple of years we have 200,000 users, those Cosmics will only ever be those Cosmics, even if there's too many of a different LeBron moment, right? Gotcha. So it's, it's those market dynamics, I think, over time will settle. And we're going to find that. Well, point, it's, it's you know, just the question of how far the adoption goes, because if, if this ends right? up, if this ends up being one of Ethereum's killer apps and they have a yeah. user base of 500,000 people, you, you it doesn't matter what you buy right now. Just the fact that it was a series one or a series two is going to make yeah. it a year from now, two years from now, insanely valuable. And it just depends yeah. on, on how many people are onboarded and how much liquidity ends up on the site. Do you guys, do you guys follow the NFT space much? This has been my introduction. This, yeah, this is the yeah. same. Okay, so I, th I think looking at the NFT space is a great place to start in terms of how much of these hold value. So I'll talk about a few projects. One of them, the original is CryptoPunks. So CryptoPunks is one of the first NFT things. I don't have any, but they are literally like, they're like these little like punk dudes that literally look like you made them in MS Paint in like 1997. Like they're super basic, pixelated dudes. They sell, the base price is like 4,000 bucks, 5,000 bucks. One sold the other day for 170,000 bucks. And they, the and that's in the NFT community. That's only if you're like a crypto Ethereum NFT person, do you actually think that that stuff matters? Yeah. So that's the value of something. And that that's not that's not a LeBron highlight. That's not an anything. There 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 might be an artist or something like that, but it's like they're just this is the OG NFT. It has value, and people pay a lot for it. Between CryptoPunks and CryptoKitties and Topshot, there's tons of other stuff. There's a lot of really cool games like Sandbox and Axie Infinity and F1 Delta Time that have some mix of the Topshot elements where you own a player, own a, a racer, like a driver, or a, uh, you know, a little creature in the game or whatever. And then you can also own certain levels of the game. What I'm saying is that there's a whole entire non-fungible token ecosystem that I think kind of lays the structure of how that can work for people and what the user adoption is strictly in crypto. And now we're going to discover through apps like Topshot how much the regular public wants to kind of take on that structure. So I, it might be a little convoluted. What I'm saying is that there already is a structure of value in NFTs that exists that's been around for a couple of years. And we're going to see how that applies and uh, that you bring non crypto people into a crypto product. Yeah, now that you take a, a crypto project and you unleash it on you unleash it on people who don't give a shit about cryptography, they don't care about about Ethereum killer apps, they just like to see yeah. cool dunks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I so there's there's, a, there's more value than the NFT stuff I find. That's what I'm saying is that the rest of the NFT yes. stuff, crypto punks, they're cool, but like man, it's like it's just a drawing right and and they but still people think just but just the small crypto community thinks that that has value so think about once you have top shot you got lebron you got steph curry and you got more of the mass public if the crypto people can give something like that value then i think we all can in a sense right that's that's where the potential is yeah. and how do you do you know how it works as far as their licensing deal with the nba or with mma so davis and i are big yeah. football guys a lot of people watching this stream are mainly fantasy football dfs players you know, we all immediately jump to when are we going to get an NFL version of this? Do you know kind of the behind the scenes machinations with that stuff and how likely that is? I don't. I don't know where I mean, this I assume it's I so much know. more costly. Yeah, I don't know who approached you. And I but I can tell you that, you know, if I was another sports league, I would be watching this very closely. 
And the NBA, typically a lot more progressive with their digital products. Like you've got the NBA 2K League that has like a, you know, a lot, quite a bit of viewership online um, and some good players and stuff like that. And then you've got Top Shot and, you know, all the kind of like virtual stuff that the NBA has done, I think, with the Warriors a couple of years back. So the NBA is always a little bit kind of at the forefront of what they're doing digitally, but the NFL is right up there sometimes. So I can guarantee they're at least, they're paying attention. Yeah. You know. Um, and they want to know if this is going to be for them. And again, like most new digital products, new areas of digital, this is just one of the first iterations. Where are we going to be in 10 years? If this takes off, what is the NFL going to build? Are they going to build the exact same thing? I don't think so. They'll build something that makes more sense for them. So who knows what that'll be? Yeah. Uh, I had two questions that I wanted to package together because people are focused on this challenge. There were two things. Justin yeah. was asking for the common cards that are now getting that. inflated, um, how much the price drops after the challenge. Right. And then there was another yeah. question down here as far as if you have two sets of all of the necessary cards, can you get two challenge rewards as everyone capped Excellent out? question. Excellent. Excellent question. Okay. Um, that second question I'll answer first. Uh, no, you only get one set. So you get all 10 cards for the Luca, and then you get 10, 10 of each, 10, or you get two of each one, you only get one Luca. There's just one per account. So that's how it works. And then in terms of do those common cards get inflated? Of course they do for the challenge because you want them. Do they drop after the challenge? Typically, uh, because obviously you don't need them anymore. But I do find that some of the... Uh, I guess what you call the better players or the more attractive players generally retain their value. Ben Simmons is a good example. Like he's a pretty good player. People like him. Probably the most popular player in that set there. If you go back, uh, whoever's screen sharing, if you look at the cool cats guys, I put up a poll on my Twitter the other day about who, who would probably be going for the most in the cool cats. Oh, oh, scroll down. Yeah. And I think on, on Twitter, everybody thought Devin Booker. So when all those, those cool cats get released to the, to the users, which one are people going to sell for the most? It's probably going to be Devin Booker, right? And then once the challenge is over, some of those Devin Booker ones will go down. But at the same time, it's one of 5,000 long-term that could be very valuable. And it's something you might want to hang on to. I say we open another pack and then maybe we can wrap up with some more kind of long-term kind of strategies. I, I got a question for Luke, yeah. actually. Have and you ever played any of the Ultimate Team games? So, you know, FIFA, NHL, and Madden or whatever? Don't think I have. So I I am a, a, a sick, disgusting FIFA Ultimate Team addict, which is nice. uh, basically it's this inside of a video game. It is, it's it's packs with uh, different versions of players, a base mm. version, a rare version, like, you know, and they're, they go up and they do special editions and the items are released through packs and then obviously there's gameplay involved. Um, so... One of the one of the things that I would be very not not from a video game element, but I think they can gamify this shit way more. So, for Absolutely. example, team sets. If you collect five players from a team, like let's say the Oklahoma City Thunder, I I collect the Oklahoma City Thunder. I get their five commons, uh, so I have the Thunder starting lineup. Then I get a special um, Kevin Durant moment from when he was on the Thunder from four years ago. And that's the only way to access that card. You can't buy it on the market. But I just, this, this is ways to make the common cards valuable and get people buying packs that are common and get people buying items that would otherwise not have value. And I think all that stuff is probably coming. 
Davis, you, you just tapped into one of like my big fantasies here. And obviously what keeps me so hooked is that the possibilities are endless. You think yeah. about all anything that's ever happened in the NBA can be a moment. Like what's what's your favorite NBA moment? Like the Kawhi four bounce buzzer beat. I'm a Raptors fan, so that matters a lot to me. You can have like the Allen Iverson step over Tyron Lue. You know what I mean? Like any of that stuff you can package into a moment and then for, make it for part me, of the set that you need to collect to then get the better one. You can do all that. Right. And that's, Pete, that's what what's your favorite it. NBA yeah. moment. We were just talking about this in our soul cast chat earlier. Yeah. It was as a kid being a big nuggets fan and watching them upset the supersonics, getting the Matumbo, holding the ball, crying, doing the finger. Yeah. I, I, that's the moment. Perfect. I'm so if, there's like the, there's the denied set, right. Yeah, Which is all yeah. big blocks. So they could be like, we have denied set the first set that's already out. Right. And then this year there could be another denied one. And then if next year there's a denied one, and then the year after that, I say, you got to have all three sets together from the last three years, and we're going to give you the throwback Matumbo. That's something you can do, right? That'd be freaking cool. Yeah, if NBA Top Shots released a moment card of Tabo Cephalosha picking Dwayne Wade's pocket in the NBA Finals in the year that the Thunder made it and then dunking, that is my – because I'm, I'm a Thunder fan. It's the only time they've ever been yeah. in the finals. That yeah. was game one, the game they won. It was – that is my favorite NBA moment of all time. I Listen, NBA Top Shots, if that's in a pack, you're getting you're getting minimum $500 from me. I think they just tweeted about what moment would you want to see, Davis. So make sure you go post that. Make sure you go – I'm, I'm literally going to do it yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's cool. And and then there's also moments that haven't even happened. We don't know what's going to happen this year. What's Tyler Hero, baby. But who's who? Who are the finals going to be? Was it? It could be Brooklyn and the Lakers, man. That's going to be insane if that's the finals. That'll be James. Har James. James Harden's first moment as a net will be uh, big. Yeah, exactly. So there's so much stuff to come. So that's what. And that's again, everybody feeling the FOMO. The site's not working. All that kind of stuff. Like, take a little step back. I think this product is here for good. Um, you know, t just ignore for a minute, like that. Oh, the, I'm going to buy it. The moment's going to go up. I'm going to get rich. Like, just take a step back from that for a second. There's plenty more collecting to come. And I'd still consider us, you know, everybody here, everybody's just joined. It's like, I still think you're kind of early for this. I still think you're early to this product. There's a lot more people coming. Yeah. All right. Let's open some more packs and let's do it. Then we can do let's some uh, strategy questions because I people, I, I yeah. talked about this on your podcast too, a little bit about what would kind of be the ideal portfolio. Um, That's right. And we can talk about that, but uh, let's do what the people want, which is us opening packs. Let's build that portfolio, man. Let's do it. All right. Any predictions for this one? So you said I, I we need a rookie, right? That's what we need. Let's get a rookie in here, man. A maxi. Yeah, if you get, if you get uh, Lamelo Ball, you'll you'll have made your money back. You spent on packs, Pete. And that's gonna be nice, man. If you get him a Lamelo. I need to spend, or I need to make a lot more than just what I've spent on packs, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Sixty nine. Oh yeah, Ooh, there you go. Uh, Joel Embiid, low serial number, dude. Sixty nine, nice. Yeah, the Mountain Dew man himself. Dude, does I uh, do six? Does sixty nine and like four twenty <laughs> go higher? I I saw uh, a six 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 that went higher the other day. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's that you got to ask the market. So there's only one way to find out. Either, Pete, go, I think you. Ask, I think you should go, sell this. Go ask, go ask in Discord. Discord will help you out. The, the folks in Discord will help you out. They'll tell you if they think that's Well, that is going to be the – that's actually another thing I wanted to ask you about. And because I'm not a, a hardcore NBA guy, I've heard Cody Zeller is like a meme oh in, in the Top Shot community. Can you give me the origin story okay. to that? Okay. So this is, this is a proper 
uh, blockchain story, just at, you know, the denizens of the internet. So, so there's a user when I joined, there's literally a user whose name is arsenic and he's got a photo of like Pepe the frog. And I was like, okay, like, you know, here you go. Ch chat room kind of guy. I chatted with him a couple of times trying to make trades. Great guy, really nice guy, this arsenic guy. And he set on this challenge to collect a thousand Cody Zellers. He didn't kick off the Cody Zeller meme. There's just been kind of like in the chats early on. Some guys were like, aha, Cody Zeller. Like as, you know, I, I don't know why. It just kind of landed on that. And Arsenic has been trying to collect a thousand of those base Cody Zellers. I don't know where he's at. I haven't seen an update from him one. I donated one of mine to him like a couple months back. So, and there's also a, a Cody Zeller like emoji. So that's that's pretty much the story to it. Maybe some of the more OG Top Shot guys have a bit more of a, of a, you know, context to that. But as far as I know, Cody, very beloved by the community. There's also a rumor that he's in there. And that's a that's actually a Twitter Ooh. poll I did earlier. It's like, which which actual NBA players are in here collecting? You know, because we know like Kevin Durant's burner Twitter account from a couple years back, right? Is he is he is he in here buying up all the Kevin Durant's or defending Kevin Durant in the Discord? He could be. So I mean, does Tyler Hero has to have as part of his affiliate deal he has to own some of his cards right i hope so i hope so I, yeah i mean right? Tyler, I bro i would hope so um all right well that seemed like a pretty nice poll there uh in more ways than one let's do another one here let's keep the yeah. the heater going all right 89 serial common Seth bradley beal handles could be Ooh. traded could be traded this year so you'll, you'll have one of the few wizards moments so that's cool. A little, that's oh, a pretty yeah, high from this year too. If he's traded, yeah, that would that'd be, that'd be high. A high mint number though. So I don't know if I don't know if you're going to get a lot for that on marketplace. But um, I'm just pulling up your MB. But yeah, you should you should keep going. How's my MB looking? What's my kind of current market we, value? We have, it's 69, right? Yeah. So it looks like stuff in that range. The lowest in that range is 64 or so. So I think I think if you want to sell it immediately, you could put it up for like 40 or 50 bucks. Um, but long term, I think you'll get a little bit more. Yeah, I think this is a hold here. This is a hold on yeah. the Embiid. Yeah, oh yeah, of course, sixty-nine Embiid. Well, hang on to it, man. Freddie, nice high mint number, but yeah. still nice. Yeah. The problem with opening these packs is then you just want to keep doing it forever oh, and ever, okay. ever and ever oh. and ever. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do one more pack and then we could uh, yeah. talk some strategy. Let's go rookie. Let's go rookie. You're gonna get a rookie. Yeah. Get pack. just get this Lamelo and then you can just you can yeah. you can call it good for the day. <laughs> That's it. What is what has been your best pack pull? I haven't gotten any like single digit mint numbers. Um, that's a great question. I you know the other day I opened one of these base two packs and I got number eighty six Durant, so that's pretty cool. I got the number nice. eighty six Durant, so that's been pretty nice. Um, when I did the Zion rookie one, I got the the mint number from the reward I got. I think is like number forty one or something like that. So that's pretty sweet for the for one of the you know more expensive cards. So that's, that's kind of nice, but and, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've had some great pack openings. And then what has been your purchase that has appreciated in value the most, would you say? Great question. Um, John Morant rookie card. Nice. Yeah. What number? Yeah, it, uh, like one Oh six or something like that or one Oh one. But nice. at the time I needed it for the Zion and it was like 300 bucks. And I was like, man, what am I doing? What <laughs> am I doing? Like putting 300 bucks on my credit card, like for this Jamarat, <laughs> the highlight clip, the same one from the Cosmic that uh, Bale spot, like the same clip. And I was just like, man, this doesn't seem, you know, it's pandemic right now. I don't know what's going on with the world. And I'm going to do this. But 
now in retrospect, a great decision, but that, that didn't go above 300 for a long time, man. That sat there for months, like not changing in price. So I was sweating it a little bit, but that, that was, that was definitely a good purchase. And I also picked up at the start of the season, you know, everybody's kind of hating on James Harden. So his moment was like not going for anything. And I picked a couple of those up for like three bucks. And now with the great, the splurge, I call it the last week, um, gone up to like 50 or something like that. Yeah. But, you could have bought, you could have bought anything two months you ago. You could have right? bought anything for sure, yeah. but that, talk about a little <laughs> bit of strategy. That was a sharp one though. Yeah. But, but thanks. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> but no, a little, a little bit of strategy is just like, okay, what low key players nobody's talking about right now that you think is going to be good. Right, like who's who hasn't made any noise right now? Like Jimmy Butler, nobody's heard of him since the finals. He played. He's oh, that's out right actually now. a good call because he's been banged. You know up. I mean? Yeah, he's been banged up. He's not, you know, during the bubble, he was like the coffee guy, and he made it to the finals, and he was the leader, and it was like, yeah, Jimmy Butler. And then since then, start of the season, nobody's even talking about him. But you know, that's Jimmy Butler's a really good player, man. So that's like you got to think about who's the quiet guy. No one's talking about right now that we're going to talk about soon. That's a good strategy. Let's hit a couple of these other chat questions and we'll wrap up with a final pack here. Uh, our yeah, buddy yeah, yeah. Draft over here wondering, do you anticipate uh, an international market for these? I think there already is. I know there's a lot of people in here like Europe, Australia, and I would assume that if this is NBA licensed product, that they have plans to roll this out, if not already, in all of their markets. And that includes, you're talking and, like yeah, the China. enormous Asian market, exactly. And especially yeah. it's crypto, it's blockchain. It's really easy to kind of like, understand like there's only like so much translation needed you you get to collect the players all that kind of stuff like i i absolutely see that um being a hit anywhere they go so easily accessible nice and then yeah. so this is another question that a lot of people have been having and i know you are not dapper tech support so i hate acting like yeah you are. no that's fine yeah that's a common question so I, i'm used to it at this point so so as far as I understand, for the withdrawal, you need to have a couple of weeks of transactions in 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 the history of your account, and that's mainly you know they're tr this, there's a lot of money involved here, so they're trying to avoid any kind of scams, fraud, people washing money, any of that kind of stuff. So they're I think they're they're making sure that people are regular users of the product and aren't just coming in to you know wash money or whatever it is so it's, it's largely a, like a kind of a fraud precaution that's not an official answer that's just kind of what i've understood from just kind of looking at the chats is they want you know accounts that are in like good standing meaning you've you've done more than a couple transactions you've been there for more than two days to do that so um be patient be patient with that part there was a couple of months the first couple of months we joined there was no withdrawal option man if you wanted to if you wanted to get your money out you sold your account to somebody for some ethereum and you just took that so so the withdrawal option is actually new. All right. Yeah. It'll be perfected. It'll be it'll be fine-tuned. This Great is a, this is another kind of gen oh go ahead, Davis. Well, I was just gonna say worth mentioning, as they reiterated in the company email today, this is a beta. Yeah. They are still working things out, things are still getting tested. So I, I mean I will yeah. say though, I mean, if they're advertising it with Tyler Hero and stuff like that, it's like I don't know, honestly. Yeah, and get it I, out. I, I, again, I I've talked about the top shot team. I think they're great, best in the business, all that kind of stuff, but it's like at this point, that's the one knock I'll say is that it's like, listen, like you got Tyler Hero pumping this stuff on Twitter. You got ads running on YouTube. If people show up and it breaks, you can't be like, hey, you should have known it was a beta. That that to me is like, you that's know, at fair. this point, at this point, it's like that. Then put that in the ad, you know, or something. And we all want to see that inflection point. We all want to see these new people enjoy it. But it's like, you know, you can't have Tyler Hero going around and doing a little intro. Be like, welcome to the Top Shot. You know, this is the best thing ever. And then when it doesn't work, you're like, listen, you should have known it was a beta. Like that to me, that's, that's, that's uh, once, once this gets working, we're not going to think about that kind of stuff anymore, but that's the part where it's like, 
I think we got to move past that. You know, we got to we got to get through that part where we're just saying it's a beta and to be careful. But but it is a beta. It is a beta. I will say that it's a beta. We're breaking we're breaking it so it can fix well or it can work well. One more other question here, which is a, yeah. another thing for someone who's been in in this longer and has seen more kind of on court performances affect valuations. What kind of movement did you see? Obviously, before this big influx of new users, yeah. It, uh, it totally depends on the player, the game. Again, like Tyler Hero, right? It's like he didn't just have a big game. He had a big series. And then he went to the finals and he had the smirk and all that kind of stuff. Now Tyler Hero is a well-known guy. So that his prices never went down, right? Um, but other like random players, like maybe Lou Dort, right? Big game the other night. Buddy. David, Davis, you love him. I'm on the Davis, right? But I'm saying, I'm saying if Lou Dort goes back to the bench and then doesn't play for 10 games then it's like, I don't know if those prices will last. He's not, he hasn't been at a high level dropping like 20, 30 points consistently for long enough to be, to sustain prices. But again, that's a great question because that's going to be determined by the market. And if you feel as a collector, like you have your finger on the pulse of how people feel about certain players, then you can be the best judge of this popularity contest. And I think that's the ultimate appeal. You got someone like me that is just enjoying the digital collectibles, the market aspect, and then you have people treating it like NBA dynasty. They want to buy low on guys they think are going to have great careers. Yeah. I think that's what makes it so addicting that's, for so many different people. So a, a great, a good example of a player is Jamal Murray, Canadian guy. He had that great, you know, great playoffs last year. Uh, he had that one game against the Lakers where he did that. Like he went under LeBron and under the bucket yeah. and it was this amazing, like Jordan-esque thing. Everyone was so hot on Jamal Murray, but it's like, is Jamal Murray a top 10 player? Probably not. Is he a top 20 player? Maybe top 30. Yeah. But it's like, so he's not the best player on that team. Jokic is. So it's like, you know what? So do you, but do you think Jamal Murray, he was at like 24. Can he become better? Will he hit yeah, his Yeah, if prime? you wanted to buy low on him right now. You could yeah. be good. Yeah. Like if That's you think Jamal call. Murray is going to be an all-star every year for the rest of his career and he's going to win three championships or something like that, and you really believe in him as a player, invest. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's rip Last open one. some of Come these on. here. Come on. Here we go. It's it's rookie time. We got a 69 and beat. All right. No. Ooh, I've been getting a lot of Vucevic. I can't even say another his name. another Vucevic layup. Most underrated player in top shot. You on your podcast, you were listing off some of he's, kind of your he's guys. really good. He's really good. He's just yeah. not flashing. It's kind of like the Joker, man. It's just like some of these big Euro guys, they just don't get the same love. But maybe once we get into the more international market, then they're just not as flashy, man. You know, but it's like in terms of value, in terms of how good they are to the team, high. So if the Magic finally can like do something in the playoffs sometime this year or anytime soon, then he's going to be a focal point. Yeah. Um, all right. Big money, big money, big money. Three pointer. Kevin Durant. Hey, all right, all right, all right. Okay, there we go. That's limited now, man. I think that's going for like fifty bucks or so on the market. So there you go. That's a nice. You just made your money. I, back I love the way he shoots his three pointers. Those are so. And that was against the Warriors too. Yeah. A little revenge so game. What is the difference? Where in this one, this is a nine thousand plus, but this one is now officially limited at seventy five hundred. Great question. Yeah, so it is limited. So there's only going to be 7,500 of them. They are not all out in the market. There's still some that are going to come in more packs. If you guys ever want to see what the pack you're buying, what might I get in this pack? In the pack page, if you go down, there's a little link that says view a complete list. It goes to a Google Doc, like an Excel sheet that then breaks down and be like, okay, so Kevin Durant, number one to 7,500. In here, there's going to be 500 of those. Randomized number. Uh, yeah, so you go to packs. Any pack is good. 
No, you go to packs, the pack buying, pack oh, buying. Pack, yeah. yeah, just go to pack. Even if even the sold out one, just click on it. And then go down on the right, the, the last paragraph there, view a complete list. There you go. So there you go. So this will tell you in that one, there's, yeah, so there's 476 Trey Youngs out of those 7,500. Okay. So I think for some of these guys, they now the amount that's been released is maybe around like 6,800, 6,900 or so of the 7,500 total. So think about it that way. There's like 90, 80, 90% of the supply that's out on the market. Once that's 100% that's out there, then the market will decide how much that Kevin Durant is really worth. Okay. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, we got all this uh, futuristic blockchain technology. We still rock it. Yeah, I know. I know, we're never I know. leaving the, thought, we're never leaving the G drive. So After all that, the most functional thing, yeah, just use yeah, Google Docs find out. <laughs> all right. Pretty, pretty Come nice on. uh picks here as well. We need, the, rook. we need the, the rookie, man. Ooh, 13-24. Another <laughs> double. You got the dupe. The, I'm duped. Who wants awesome. to buy a Carmelo off of me? Um <laughs> You think Please we're going to have more me, functions for that as far as, you know, trading? Because right now you can sell in the open marketplace, you can gift. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I've heard some stories of people trading within the Discord. What do you see in the future with that? Yeah, a couple of features coming. So one, there might be trading available in the Discord, which would be really nice. And you could probably just put up your offer for what you want to trade for what you want to trade. There's also going to be uh, pack buying. So if you, you can hold unopened packs and you'll be able to sell them on the marketplace soon. I don't know when that's coming, but apparently that's going to happen. And that'll be kind of similar to the moments where you list your price for them and people buy them. And um, yeah, so that's in terms of collecting, that's what's coming up. And also, did we talk about hardcore, Peter, when we were chatting? I don't know if we talked no. about it. So hard, hardcore, hardcore is the, the, the gem that's coming soon. It's a game where you use your moments. That is literally the end of it. I don't know anything else. I don't know anything else about it. It might be kind of like a card game or it might be an actual basketball game where then you like, I heard that it's like, if you have like a Luca dunk and you want your guy to dunk, then you like put your card in and he so, dunks. Some kind of know. card game would be sick or something some sort like of way to go. Yeah. It's NBA top shot, basically. Something like that. They're developing it. I don't know when it's going to come. If I was, if I was the, you know, marketing manager or whatever, I would be like, okay, well, that'll probably come like when the final start or when the playoffs start, like add another big, you know, ramp up of publicity, but um, I'm not sure. So keep that in mind. There, there's a lot of features in here that aren't even out yet. That's the beta. Uh, but when the hard court comes out, I think that that's going to totally change how the marketplace works and the value of the players. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And I think one of the big questions now from everyone is like, let's just say I had $500 that I wanted to speculate on top shot, have some right. fun. But I also want to be plus EV. I want to get it in good, give myself a chance for my portfolio to grow. How would you allocate that $500 across packs, challenges in buying individual cards that you think could be really good holds long-term? Great question. Yeah. So I think the first thing you got to do, honestly, this product's so exciting. Uh, if you are excited, is get your feet wet, go on the, go open a pack, get whatever you get. Pick your favorite player. Find one of their moments that's under ten bucks. Go buy that. You know what I mean. Just just get the experience going. Just to get the experience. I, I'm totally just, with just it. Just get just get a you know a little taste, right? So if your if your favorite player is LeBron, you're gonna pay more than ten bucks, unfortunately, or you'll get them in a pack. But you know what I mean. Just pick a different player, whatever. Lou Dort, good one. Um, so I, I would start with that. Uh, and Lou then Dort's it, cards. What's I don't know. It's probably more than five bucks. Whatever. Um, there's some okay. Ben Simmons. You like Ben Simmons is a dollar or. Uh, Van Vliet. Van Vliet's a good one. 
he's, he, some people like him. So <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is don't splurge your $500 in the first 10 minutes. Take your time. There's a lot to learn. Like we've been talking for an hour and there's still a lot that, you know, there's still a lot more to learn. It takes a little while, um, which is why I made those like YouTube tutorials. Just take your time, learn the value of the sets, pick your favorite players and think about where you want to put that money. And honestly, again, with so many features coming, like I would, at this point, I'd actually hold some of my money to spend it on cool cats and all the other, you know, all the other sets that are going to come down the pipe in the next couple of weeks. So Pick some of your favorite players. There, I see a comment about Chris Boucher. There is no Chris Boucher moment yet, so we're going to see. But when Chris there Boucher is, was. they're flying there off is. the shelves. Oh, they're was, flying off the shelves. The, the first or second episode of my pod with the players that don't have moments yet, there's no Clay Thompson. Hasn't played. Hasn't played since the finals two years ago. So that's the biggest player where there's no play yet. Uh, there's a few other guys. But basically, um, yeah, get your feet wet. Collect a few of the players you like. But get some guys that you love that you're like, I want to hold this guy forever, no matter how Top Shot grows or whatever. Like you really love that player and you want to hold it. And then use the rest as fun money. Buy some packs, trade with some people. And then you, that's the only way you'll learn like what actually has value in here. Excellent. Uh, Davis, yeah. what's what's your strategy? Are you, uh, you're just sent, you have your Tyler Hero up in the marketplace. It could be gone any moment. Yeah. Uh, me and Leone bought the Tyler There's Hero two. for, for $2,000. And we listed it for 8000 And if someone buys it, someone buys it, that would be cool. Uh, I got my, I'm cornering the Lou Dort market. Um, all of the good limited edition Lou Dort cards, I'm in on them. I also think that uh, Shay Gilgis Alexander, uh, I, I would like to purchase his cards. I remember looking at him the other day, but he's a guy who I think, I think Shay, if he, continues to play as well as he has been doing. I think he could make like second team all NBA. Uh, the, the problem with Shea's cards is his limited editions are not limited enough. There's 250 of them. I I'm more looking to buy cards that have like 50 or 75 or uh, like a hundred limited editions. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. If this side, if if this growth is exponential and it continues, then you know these limited edition two hundred fifty dollars shake cards, two hundred fifty is going to be a drop in the ocean, a pebble, uh, a grain of sand on the beach. But as it stands right now, two hundred fifty is is a lot of cards. But Shay would be another one, and then um, De'Aaron Fox was the other one that I yeah. thought uh, limited edition De'Aaron Foxes looked pretty good. But I, the only expensive ones I have are the Lou Dort and the Hero. Yeah, and and, and, and Boban actually. Yeah, Boban. Uh, I bought a, I bought a Boban limited edition. That's that's kind of the fun part too, right? Because not every player is a star of their first year, right? Think about someone yeah. like Giannis, right? Giannis, you know, when they get drafted, like this guy could be really good. Didn't go first. He went what like fifteenth or something like that. It's like Giannis. It took years. He was like this gangly freak for so long. And then now when he put on muscle and he got into his prime, now he's dominant. So there's a lot of guys like you're talking like, how old is De'Aaron Fox? Like 23, something like that? 24? Yeah, 23. Like, oh. should be. You know, same with Shea, all those guys. It's like, hey, it takes a couple of years to develop in the NBA. You know, not everybody's a Luka or a, a Zion. Yeah, or like Josh, Shea, right? Shea so, I think, could win MVP at some point in his career. And, and so his rookie moments – a 250 limited edition rookie moments SGA if he wins MVP four years from now and Top Shot still exists and they have 1.7 million active users, you know, that will be an extremely expensive moment.
and Davis, there will be more like legendaries and stuff like that. So there definitely at some point, I'm sure there will be a Shea legend, like one of a hundred or one of 79 or something like yeah, that. that that is something right? I would purchase with. It, it uh, will, it will yeah. come, right? It's yeah. just, just one thing at a time, right? It's like they can't, if, if they had all that available right now, then, you know, there wouldn't be as much value. So um, that's kind of part of it. So I, I will continue to push uh, LG's podcast, but I also want to ask, do you know, you. do you have any other kind of educational resources? I, I know data is still hard to come by. I assume that's going to be a big thing uh, once we can start to analyze some of these market movements, but do you have anything totally. that people can check out? Okay. So there's a few things. Um, so there's a community member named Veerman who has built a tool called intangible.market. And that, that just scrapes everything from top shot. So you can go in there and see the floors for every set. And you can even, he has an account valuation tool where you can type in your account name and it tells you the floors of all your moments. There you go. Um, it's, it's, he's been dealing with the volume, same problem as top shot. So it's been kind of down a few times in the last couple of days and he's kind of working his best. It's great that it's up right now. So you can literally, if you want to go, he shows your account valuation and yeah. type in your username and it'll just list out everything you have. It doesn't take into account your mint number. <laughs> or, so, Don't laugh, David. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? Dan? I'm laughing at 83 unique moments. <laughs> Davis is like, I literally didn't know about this a week ago, and I have 83 unique moments. That's all right. Oh, Pete. Oh, I love it, dude. It's so good. Uh, but tell me what I'm looking at here. LG. That is a great hero pickup if you grab that. Yeah. So this is this just this tool just scrapes everything that you have. And then it doesn't it doesn't give you the value by mint number. It just gives you the value by price market low. So that's that's you know if you've got the number one of Tyler Hero there, then it's not going to tell you how much the number one's worth. It's just going to tell you whatever the lowest mint is that's selling. So you can kind of sort through here, and it'll tell you how much you have of each one. So this is a great way if you've got a couple hundred moments or just ten, you can kind of just aggregate it that way rather than searching it on the marketplace. And then also other things on Intangible is you can search by set. Like if you go and click on, I don't know, like the hollow set or something like that. Go back a little bit. Um, or I should go to sets price guide at the top there. Oh, heavy. Oh, it's down. Oh, it's down. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so usually that works. It'll tell you all the sets. And if you guys use this tool and you want to show your appreciation to Veerman, there is a link down there. You can send him some ETH. You can message him at Discord. He'll be very appreciative. Another thing I love about Veerman is he has paid. You guys know Cameo, the app? Yeah. yeah. He has paid Ennis Cantor and Devontae Graham to make a cameo telling people to buy his Top Shot moment. So there's like the Ennis Cantor one. He's like, hey, everybody, like it's Ennis Cantor. You should buy number 477, Ennis Cantor from Veerman. Like that's the video. And the Devontae Graham one, I think, came out like two weeks ago. So it's, uh, yeah, he's Veerman's an awesome guy. I'll go buy an Ennis Cantor moment. I love Ennis Cantor. Yeah, there you go. Um, so he's built a really cool tool. Uh, you can use that. There's also a website called Crypto Slam, which aggregates the total sales. It's like a NFT sales website. So just, or crypto, CryptoSlam.io. Oh. Yeah. Come on, man. We're in crypto here. <laughs> yeah. I thought so, we were in crypto.com. <laughs> okay. So you can see, oh, wow. We've had almost 2 million sales. That's that's insane. So wow. you clip, click, click on NBA Top Shot. That's sales in the last 24 hours. <laughs> oh my goodness. This canter moment is kind of weak. <laughs> it's not It's not like wow. a cool moment. It's not a cool so, canter play. So Peter, on the left is the live sales. So this is what's selling. Like this is literally as the transaction goes through, comes on here. And on the right, live marketplace is the new stuff that's going on the marketplace. So gotcha. if you really want to score a deal, like you're waiting for your deer and fox moment to go down in value, you can just open that and just watch it and you'll see everything that's getting listed as it gets listed. Oh, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, so you can do that. And then if you click on live sales, like even something I've done to sort through data is I click on live sales and then I'd, I'd like sort by a certain day or player and I just like copy paste it, put an Excel sheet and then just kind of analyze the data as I want. I'm sure over time, there's so many new people now that I'm sure somebody is going to also like build a tool similar to Veerman's and kind of like pump it out. So somebody does awesome. We, I think we're, we're ready for it. So that's another great resource. Also, if you want to discover other really cool crypto projects like Topshot that are also, you know, NFT based, Crypto Slam just lists them in terms of their daily sales. So you can check that out uh, and, and just kind of click on them and go learn about them. Other resources is a couple other uh, good community podcasts. There's uh, my buddy Wades, who does a really like a totally different kind of web stream than I do. He actually does like a he did it like a 90 minute how to find deals on the marketplace screen share the other day. That's really helpful for any new collectors that want to kind of, you know, um, start looking for those deals if that's how you want to get into it. So go check out Wades. There's also a couple of guys called The Burn who have been running a podcast. I think it's it's up on YouTube and on Anchor or something like that. And you can check that out. So, yeah. Oh, there's Wades. He's on the right there. He's your rec one of your recommended homies. There we go. I'll give him oh, the there follow. You got him up. Yeah. And yes, um, Wade's and Burn, they're they're both good. It's just like just other voices in the community. And um, yeah, they're two guys to check out. And I assume you want the follows here at the first mint, or do you want the LG personal account follow? I want them first mint. What I pretty much do with first mint is this, this is kind of like this is kind of like live coverage. So marketplace back up. It's all like it's all analytics of like here's the player that's you know Luca Luca cards have gone up like two thousand percent in the last twenty four hours. So it's more like almost like a live alert type of thing. And then on my regular Twitter, like I post a lot about Top Shot lately, but I also just kind of write about like crypto and post some other articles that I write and stuff like that occasionally. So it's kind of depends what your flavor is. Um, I, I I I started the first mint so that I could have just like an outlet for cranking out the stats and for the people who are hungry for that. And the reception has been awesome so far. So it's, it's a great place to start. And I've been posting some of some good beginner content there too. So recommend it. Davis, any final questions here as we wrap up? Uh, okay. This is this is a good one. And I mean, don't answer if you don't have an answer. If you were gonna buy one card right it. now, we're sitting here at eight eight twenty one. PM Central Time, one car on the market. You could only buy one with the with the idea of it appreciating in value. What would it be? Man, I would really wish there was a Chris Boucher, <laughs> but that would be perfect. He's going to be a pack seller when they have when the when a when a Chris Boucher moment comes out. He is such a, a niche DFS community guy. Like Pete doesn't even know who Chris Boucher is. He couldn't couldn't. Oh, he's guess. so good, man. He's like a he's like a you know, just looks wise or like body wise is like an alternate Kevin Durant in terms of yeah. like his like sleekiness. But, but the way he moves, man, it's like, it's like water is so fluid the way he moves. It's awesome. Um, but he doesn't have a moment, so we can't say him. I would say, and again, I'm very, I'll just say before I, I tell you the player that I'm bullish on, I'm very aware that the players that I recommend on my podcast, that there might be like a conflict of interest that I might be like, guys, Trey Young, he's the best. Like a week after I bought a bunch of Trey Young moments, like I'm right. aware that, that I create, I could create my own insider trading. So I try and stay as neutral as possible, but I'm also going to be honest about who I really believe in, in the NBA and who I don't. So again, this is, this is me talking as a fan and even on my podcast me talking as a fan. And I guess now an investor, um, John Collins, John Collins on Atlanta, like that's one of those quiet guys. And I think he's one of those guys that's like, man, when Atlanta gets to the playoffs, I think that guy is going to be dominant. He had a dunk on, I don't I think it was like Jamal McGee or somebody like that the other day that was just berserk. 
And I think he's, and, I think, he's and they'll probably good. make the playoffs this year. I so, hope so, man. And we yeah. haven't seen, we haven't seen, there's so many young stars on the Hawks. We haven't seen them in the playoffs. We haven't seen them in real clutch games. Like we don't know what Trey Young can really do. And they kind of rounded out the team this year um, with a few other guys to kind of, you know, add a bit of veteran leadership, kind of add some depth. So I think if everybody stays healthy, if players, you know, teams stop missing time because of the pandemic, because they've been missing for uh, COVID protocol, if that stops happening and these guys get to the playoffs healthy, they're going to be dangerous. And I think you're going to see what Trey Young can do. And I think John Collins is going to be the other household name that you don't know yet. There we go. There yeah. we go. And uh, yeah. we've mentioned um, we got the First Mint podcast. Uh, you're doing right. a couple episodes a week, right? Yeah, I'm trying to do as often as I can. Um, I'm Right now, what I might do the next tonight or the next couple of days is do a bit more educational content. Like even some of the questions you guys are asking me, I want to go deeper into what's the difference between the sets, why they made the sets the way they did, what the mint numbers are, the rewards, just a little bit more explainer, but on the podcast, I'm going to keep it like a little bit education, but mainly kind of like analysis of what's happening this week, which players to keep an eye out on. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a good listen. If you just want to kind of keep up and once you understand a little bit more, I'd say that's the right time to dip in. Davis, what do you want to tell the take cast peeps? Uh, everyone, but just do just buy one card. It's it's <laughs> if you buy if you buy one yeah. card, you're not gonna be able to stop yourself. It is uh it's dope. Literally, well, I just bought a Marcus Smart limited edition assist from the playoffs last year, uh 70 seconds ago while we were talking. I decided <laughs> it was a good buy. So um I might need to log off. I, yeah. I might I might I might need to take some time away from the computer. But yeah, it's uh yeah. just just buy one card. And uh, if you guys are new to this channel, you know, we're coming off of all of our uh, NFL DFS talk. We'll still have some stuff coming up, some showdown crams here for the championship weekend and the Super Bowl. But I think we're going to be doing some more Top Shot content around here. So I'm sure we'll get the band together. If LG is up for it, I'd love to have him yeah. back again and uh, and do this some more because uh, this is blowing up and it's, uh, it's a total blast. Hey, great time. I'm down to come back anytime, guys. So thanks for having me. And I think a great time to do a real like setup show is before the playoffs. I know that's yes. a while away, so let's definitely do another one before that. But I think that that's the best time. Everybody wants to speculate who's going to go deep. And again, before the playoffs, you're like, all right, who's going to be Tyler Hero this year? Or even Lou Dort. Lou Dort had an awesome game last year too, right? Yes, he did. So it's like, he had, so he had 31 points in the playoffs. We can put our picks together the same way if you're doing like a full-on playoff pool and you got to pick like, okay, I think this player is going to go to the finals or go out in the first round. It's like the same idea. Like we could do kind of like a little playoff preview. So that'd be fun. There you go. It sounds great. Yeah. All right, guys. Follow LG Doucette on Twitter, the First Mint Podcast. Subscribe to the Take Cast. Subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you guys coming out. Good luck ripping open those packs. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>